but I time has run short. I, I want to, it's good to have uh, Paul and Jamie with us today. Brother Paul Stanley with the testimony. Appreciate y'all being here today. Good to have Brother Mills also with us, uh, and he's here today. Would you stand, Brother, and just leave a word of testimony for us? God, praise God. Okay, we're going to hit this thing, hit the ground running today because my time is pressing on me, uh, uh, and uh, but we want, we got a we got a message that we want to share today. So you just pray for us that we can get this out. I, it feels kind of funny not telling you to go to the uh, Book of Peter because I've been preaching out of Peter, First and Second Peter for so long. We preached, uh, we started in First Peter and preached all the way through First Peter and through. Second Peter, and uh, we finally finished that up, and so um, we won't be going there today. Uh, but uh, for our scripture text, we got two scriptures we're going to go to. First is Philippians chapter three, verses twenty and twenty-one, and then we're going to Second Corinthians five twenty and twenty-one. First off, Philippians three twenty and twenty-one. This is what it reads like: For our citizenship is in heaven from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to His glorious body, according to the working by which He is able even to subdue all things to Himself. Then we're going to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Fathers, we come today. We thank you, Lord, for this service you have given us. 
We have experienced joy in the worship. We have felt your presence. And now, Lord, I need your hand upon me for these next few moments to give me the word that you would have delivered today. And I pray if there's any soul under the sound of my voice who, who has not yet surrendered to you to make you the Lord and Savior of their life, I pray that this will be the day they'll walk this aisle and call upon you, amen, and ask you into their life and heart. In Jesus' name that the church say, amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. I want to preach today for the next few minutes on a subject titled, Living by a Higher Authority. Living by a Higher Authority. Now, by the help and the direction of the Holy Spirit, it's my desire to speak to everyone today concerning who we are in Christ Jesus and also what is the position that we hold in this life as children of God. Many times Christians allow themselves, now follow me please as I lay this foundation, many times Christians allow themselves to be classified with the rest of the populace of this planet and accept the rules which govern this world to impact our life and our way of thinking. But church, we are a different breed from those in the world. Hallelujah. We are not under the same authority, and we are not governed by the same rules. Hallelujah. The church of Jesus Christ is alive in this world, but we're not of this world. Hallelujah. Amen. My home is not 1827 Tula Pace Avenue in Pleasant View, Tennessee. That's the place that I temporarily abide. Hallelujah. My home is on Glory Avenue. Hallelujah. Glory to God laid out with a street of gold. Hallelujah. Amen. With trees. Amen. That tinker as they glow. Now I know that they're there because my dad had a vision of it one time. God gave him a vision. And he saw the gold houses and the white houses. Hallelujah. You see, amen, that is my home. This is not, I like that old, you know, we sing all the new stuff today and that's good. But I still like the old ones. Hallelujah. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. But my treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. If you believe that, give Jesus a praise today. So church, this world is not our home. And we live by a higher authority than what governs this world. There are two worlds, two kingdoms, which stand in contrast of one another. One is a world of bondage ruled by a kingdom of darkness. The other is a world of peace ruled by a kingdom of light. Two forces, two foes. I was running some stuff down on the Internet one day 
and I ran across a picture of a man. I'm not going to call his name because I know that some of you today will know him. I watched him grow up. I saw him in church. He began to demonstrate a talent for the drums. He began to work in the church, played drums. But as he got older, he lost focus of what, what world he wanted to be a part of. And got completely away from God. Playing today in a heavy metal band and also working as a, a wrestler in the professional wrestling world. I've seen a picture of him. I had to look twice because I couldn't hardly recognize him. On his arm, he's got the tattoo, the beast. Face all painted up. Had the satanic picture, uh, a pentagram on his forehead. Standing in front of a picture that declared welcome to hell. And my heart broke. I thought, my Lord, how people can become sidetracked because they don't realize, number one, what authority that they live under. Jesus Christ He's my king today. He's my ruler. And I surrender my life to him. And what, what he, what he directs is the way that I want to go. I don't want to never lose my identity in Jesus. There are two worlds and two kingdoms. One world is, is, is a world of bondage ruled by the kingdom of darkness and the other is a world of peace, amen, ruled by the kingdom of light. When you are born again by means of the water and spirit, you were transformed in the kingdom of light and made a citizen of God's world of peace. Hallelujah! You no longer are governed by the standards of the world. Can somebody say amen? Colossians chapter 1, verses 12 and 15 says, Giving thanks to the Father, which have made us meet to be partakers of inheritance of the of saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son, in whom we have redemption through His blood, even the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of, of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. Living by a higher authority. I want to talk to you about two things today. 
the first thing I want to talk about is a change of allegiance. The word allegiance means to be fully devoted and loyal to something. Fully devoted and loyal to something. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 20 again said, For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now listen to me as I talk about a change of allegiance. There was one time, amen, that you may had your allegiance to someone else. You may had an allegiance to something out in the world. But when Christ Jesus came in and through His grace and through His mercy, amen, touched your heart and changed you, your allegiance should have changed. When God did His work in my life, I was made a citizen of heaven. And the laws which govern the kingdom of heaven supersede anything. Look at your neighbor and say anything. This world can place on me. You hear what I'm saying today? The laws which govern the kingdom of heaven supersede anything this world can place on me. My allegiance is to the God of heaven and to the principles and laws of His kingdom. Listen to me clearly. Listen to this preacher clearly, please. Just because an earthly government says something, just because that an earthly government uh, uh, makes a law and says uh, something is legal, it doesn't mean that that something is right. I am governed by higher authority. Now, I realize and know we are living in the day of a fulfillment of the Word of God in the book of Revelation. More and more, it's coming every day. Unless something happens to my body and I'm... And I'm uh, uh, I leave this world maybe through uh, a disease or something that I have or something that I fully expect this thing to get so bad that the day will come. Amen. They'll march through that door and they'll sit back and they'll record what this preacher's preaching and else then they'll declare you're going to have to shut it up because the law says you can't say it. But I'm going to tell you right now that law has no authority over me. I'm guarded by a higher power. Hallelujah. I don't care. Let them pass same-sex marriages just because they pass it and make it legal don't mean it's right. Just because some states are legalizing marijuana just because the world says it's legal don't mean it's right. It's time that the church stand up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're going to see more and more things passed in the laws of this nation. This country is not the country that I grew up in. Hallelujah. I lived, I lived all over South Nashville as a boy. I went to every school. I went to every school in Nashville. Hallelujah. It seemed like every, when, I was, when I was little, Mom would be ready to move every time Rick come to. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. I mean, I went to Warner School, Turner School, Berry School. My Lord. Hallelujah. I ought to be a professor now. Amen. Back before the day, back before the day of the air conditioning, we went to bed on many a night with, with the windows raised in the house and a screen. I don't think you don't want to do that nowadays. Hallelujah. There's no respect of life in this world. This world is changing. And our government is not not helping. And they are passing more and more law. Listen, don't get me wrong. As Christians, the Bible does tell us that we need a man to to obey the laws of the land. The Bible does give that clear. But when the law of the land goes against the law of God, it's the law of God I'm going to listen to. Hello, somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. Just because the government says it's legal, it doesn't make it right. Hallelujah. We have had a change of allegiance, and we have got to keep our allegiance toward Jesus Christ. The second thing I want to talk about is agents of righteousness. Hallelujah. And I'm going to be winding down pretty quick. Agents of righteousness. Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 20. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. Listen to me, church. As agents of the kingdom of heaven, we are to stand with commitment and conviction and declare to this world that they need to be reconciled to God. We do not have the option to roll with the flow. Come on. We don't have the option to stand idly by. Hallelujah. Amen. While God and His Word are blasphemed. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me tell you something. Amen. I've been told by some of these liberal, amen, yellow-backed preachers today. Amen. they got a nerve calling themselves a preacher because they don't preach the truth and they don't preach the gospel. Hallelujah. But when they hear me make a comment, amen, through the Internet, Amen. Or anywhere else about some of these issues and about abortion. They say, you don't need to stay on that stuff. I say, God called me to declare truth. Amen. All over this land. And I will stand and fight for the right of the unborn. That's another blight. That's on our, on our, in our country today. We don't have the option to stand idly by while God and His Word are blasphemed. We are agents, ambassadors. We are to represent. Now, as everybody knows, I drive school bus. And sometimes I get called to go uh, to pick up high schoolers on Friday nights take them to a ball game. Sometimes I'll pick up the, uh, uh, the ball team. Sometimes I'll pick up the band members to carry them so they can, they can play. And while we are traveling on the road, 
when we get about halfway there, the coach will stand up or the band director will stand up. And they will start talking to those students. Say, all right, folks, forget about your playing right now. Playtime's over. I'm just rehearsing some of the words I have heard by some of these people. They say, we are going to such and such school, and I want you to be on your best behavior because we are there to represent. We are going to represent. You're representing your school, your colors, and everything you do and everything you say, amen, points toward that. He said, you can make us look good or you can make us look bad. I'm looking to the church of Jesus Christ right now. Hallelujah. And as a man, God has called, amen, amen, to be a coach, if you please. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something, church. God has called us to represent. Hallelujah. When nobody else is telling it like it is, represent. When nobody else is doing the right thing, we need to represent. Come on, somebody. Get with me. When everybody else is going along with the flow, you need to represent. Hallelujah. Because you represent the greatest thing. Hallelujah. That there ever was. Hallelujah. The portals of heaven and glory. And there needs to be somebody to have a little bit of pride about the kingdom of God. And to realize, even though you might not be in church, glory to God, and especially when you're in the world, you need to represent Jesus Christ and His kingdom. What are we to represent? Well, I'm glad you asked, I tell you. Hallelujah. We're to represent godliness. Come on. We are to represent God's love. We are to represent God's power. We are agents of heaven operating on foreign soil. Hallelujah. I want the musicians to come, Brother Darrell, and get ready for a song. I'm fixing to close. We are living by a higher... Authority. We've heard songs today about heaven, about seeing Jesus. And that that is my sentiments exactly. I long to see him. I want to kneel at his feet. But you know what will be blessed after you see Jesus? After you see all your loved ones? Here up comes and walks to you a person. That you'll know, we'll we'll know everybody when we get there. But that person walks up to you with a smile on their face and says, Thank you. You might reply, For what? And then they'll come back and say, I was not on my way to this place. I was lost. But because 
of your witness because of the way you represented. I'm here today. I got saved. The Lord showed me a little bit about how that's going to be, to be able to have somebody come up to you in heaven and tell you that they're there because of you. Wouldn't that be glorious? Won't that be glorious? I was over at the old church one time, up on a ladder, fixing to crawl up on the roof. Brother Bobby knows a whole lot about the roof of that old place. And I was over there one day doing something. I don't even remember what I was what I was doing. And a car pulled up. This guy walked out of the car. And I, I started climbing back down the ladder. And I walked over to him. He says, I see the name out there. He said, are you, you, you are. He says, I, I, he said, I think I vaguely recognize you. I didn't recognize him at all. He said, aren't you Sammy Pruitt? I says, yeah. He lit up, smiling, stuck out his hand. He said, you may not remember me, he said, because you was a kid. He said, you, you wasn't about 14 or 15 year old. And he says, you and your daddy had a tent revival out in West Nashville. He said, you were preaching one night and your dad was preaching the next night. He said, during that revival, he said, I was all messed up in sin. I was an alcoholic. I lost my wife and my family because I love the bottle more than I love anything else. But I, I listened and I came forth and at that old altar and under that tent, I kneeled down and God delivered me. He said, that's been 30 years ago and I ain't had a drink since. I've been living for God. He said, I'm sure glad to see you. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then when he left, I, I, I looked to heaven and said, Lord, I know I'm not worthy. I'm, I'm, I'm not living nowhere near like I ought to live, Lord. But, Lord, I, I thank you. I thank you that I've had a little bit of help to help one that's been living for God all those years. We live by higher authority, folks. And it's important on how we represent it. It's important on that. Let's everybody stand. If you need something from the Lord today, we open up the altars and invite you to come. Give your life to God if you've never repented. Whatever it is, whatever you need prayer for, you come as they sing. Hallelujah.